This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong, and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. I am joined, as always, he's number five on your list, number one in your hearts. You know him, you got to love him, the lovely Ramon B. How are you, Ramon? I am a living La Vida Loca. Is that right? Well, you know. Okay. You know, we're in Mexico. It's uh, Used to uh, Mexico, Mexico adjacent. Used to be in Mexico. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Before we were born. Not, not that much before we were born. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about earlier? Earlier today? I don't oh, remember. we were pop, the products of public education. That's true. Mm-hmm. We, if, I know. If, if we sound stupid, there's a reason. We blame it mm-hmm. on the public. Teachers. Yeah. On the teachers. Yep. They're not heroes. Not the fact that I didn't pay attention, but I'm going to blame it on them. Uh, our teachers were heroes. They had to put up with us. I said that wrong. <laughs> Okay. Uh, You know, my sister-in-law is a teacher. Oh, really? Yeah. And then she uh, told me she thought Texas was bigger than Alaska. Now, what grade does she teach? Public school teacher. That's all you need. (laughs) Public. (laughs) Uh, That's a shame. Okay, we always start with what I like to call the headlines of the day. These are actual headlines on actual paper. Uh, the cost of postage went up. Did you see that? Yep. Mm-hmm. What's it, a couple of cents here and there? Now, you and I fortunately bought a, a roll of 100 of those forever stamps last year, and we mail about three letters a year each, so I think we're good. We're ahead. Okay. Let me file that right over there. That's going to put that in the file that we keep that we'll keep important that. stuff. Okay. Uh, so today, I would like to talk about, is fearless agent coaching a good fit for you? Not you, Ramon. You're Not a radio me. guy. Hardly you, anything is a good fit for me. That's true. Me. That's true, including those pants, I noticed. But that's okay. You can always unbutton a, a notch. Uh, so I was talking to one of my uh, coaching students, and he's going through the uh, one of the major brands. They have this uh, coaching program called Bold. And uh, the instructor, who means well, the instructor means well. You know, he's not malicious, but he said, uh, he said uh, in front of the class that made my coaching student cringe. He said, uh, you know, the secret is uh, working referrals, or you could cold call if you're a masochist. <laughs> then I immediately thought, you know. Calling my friends and my family and my neighbors, people I do know, asking them for referrals, that to me is torture. Uh, That would be masochism. What would be more fun for me and was more fun for me is calling total strangers and uh, seeing what they think. So just taking a survey question. So that was one funny thing you mentioned. And then then they uh, are teaching – oh, this was the other one he said. He said – the guy said, if you're, get, if you're not getting lots and lots of objections, he goes, if you're getting lots and lots of objections, then you're, you're uh, doing it right. And, uh, of course, my coaching student had read the book Spin Selling, which scientifically proves if you're getting lots 
and lots of objections, it's because you suck at sales. There's no doubt about that. So there's bad coaches out there. There's Tom Ferry. There's Mike Ferry. There's Brian Buffini. And they teach you to ask the worst questions and that's because they don't have any familiarity with sales whatsoever. They were never successful in sales. So so uh, you know they, they might have done marketing or something like that, but they didn't do sales. So uh, one of the questions they they say is uh, that cracks me up is why do you through an expired listing they call up an expired listing and they say why do you think your house didn't sell now if you were an FAA uh, flight crash investigator would you ask the only remaining survivor of the plane crash why do you think the plane crashed huh does that make sense Ramon that does not no. No. You know, I went to a podiatrist one time. Yes. He told me he always washes his hands after the exam. He's different than most doctors. Yeah. But he uh, – Larry is his name. Love Dr. Larry. And I had uh, plantar fasciitis. Do you know what this is? Uh, yes, I do. Have I you never had, had it. Never oh, had it. Oh, it's painful. I know of it. Very painful. So I, my heel was inflamed. I couldn't walk. And when your heel's uh, very painful, you know – uh, he did not say, how do you think you ended up with plantar fasciitis, Bob? He didn't – He, if he'd have said that, I said, I got the wrong. This Larry guy's yeah. not for me, right? <laughs> so uh, Larry said, OK, here's, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a needle Ooh. and we're going to jam it right into the white hot center of the pain in your heel and we're going to inject some, uh, I think, steroid yeah. goo, Sounds cortisone right. or something like that. And uh, That was fun, right? Yeah, no, it was not fun. Oh, and that's the funny thing; it wasn't fun. It was it was as bad as he described, only by about ten times worse. And then he said, "And then the pain will go away permanently, maybe, or it'll go away." You know, at my age, permanently wouldn't be permanently, that long. maybe it could be temporary, and I would I would think it was permanent. But uh, it it has gone away permanently. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, so it was worth it. Yeah, it was worth it. So, uh, but he did not ask me how I ended up with plantar fasciitis. How do you end up with that? I don't know. Oh, he, I didn't care about that. how do you make it go away. That was the that Fair was enough. the issue. So, so the the moral to the story is just jam a needle. Jam a needle. <laughs> if you and jam yeah. a needle into you, that'll make a lot of things go away. And you could that right only in a neighborhood nearby here we could test that theory. But uh, yeah, so why do you think your house didn't sell? That's what they. That's what Tom Ferry, Mike Ferry, these nitwits teach you to ask the seller. So the seller probably is thinking, well, uh, I think if I was going to hire a realtor, I would hire a realtor that knew the answer to that. They wouldn't be asking me that. So that's that's crazy. So uh, you know, the funny thing is, I know exactly why their house didn't sell. And that is, it's because it was invisible to the one. You know, there's a lot of buyers out there, right? But there's only one buyer that's willing to pay more than all the other buyers on planet Earth. And their house was invisible to that one buyer and probably the top 100 buyers. So that's why your house didn't sell, obviously, okay? But of course, if you're trained by these other goofballs, you don't, you don't know that or don't, wouldn't think of it. So at Fearless Agent, we teach you the exact right words to say. So here's the question. 
is co- is fearless agent coaching a good fit for you? One way you would know that it is is if you see those other coaches and hear what they're asking you to say and you're horrified by it like I am, then probably fearless agent might be a good fit for you. So I would have you write this down. If you're you listening at, at home, out there in radio land, uh, are you nice? Are you nice? Can, do you have the ability to be nice to people on the phone, even if they're not nice to you on the phone sometimes? Sometimes you catch people on a bad day. You have to be nice and professional even when they're not nice to you. Could you do that? Uh, like the cops. I always think of the cops. You know, they, they get spit on. They get yelled at. They get uh, – but their their job is to not get upset and they used to get upset and beat the crap out of you. Remember the good old days when the cops would work you over well, a little? Now they're now they're like, uh, oh no, after you. Oh no, please watch your head. Oh. It used to be watch your head while I'm pounding it on the pavement to teach you a lesson, which uh, I have endured by the cops. But uh, that's another story. So are you nice? Are you sane? Okay. Are you sane? Means you're not going to fall for con man baloney. Uh, what is con man baloney? Well, Mike Ferry, Tom Ferry, uh, Brian Buffini, that, that is con man baloney. They, they will tell you that walking on hot coals, when you see that Tony Robbins con man crap where you're going to walk on hot coals and all of a sudden that's going to make you a more successful person. Uh, no, that is not going to make you a more successful person. That is going to make Tony Robbins a richer person. That will happen, but it will not make you more successful. It will make you poorer because you gave some of your money to a con man like Tony Robbins. Are you smart? Smart enough not to fall for that. Smart enough to uh, care about the customer uh, more than you care about you. Uh, smart people in real estate sales understand that it isn't about making a commission. It's about helping the customer. That would be smart. And knowing that if you help enough people uh, and you have very little competition if you're in real estate, there are very few highly trained real estate agents that know what they're doing. So you'll you'll get paid plenty of money. You don't have to worry about that. Are you calm? So the goal is to be level-headed uh, if you have a type A personality, so I coach uh, real estate agents. You know, Marcin, uh, he's been on the on the show. Remember Marcin? Yes. So he, uh, I believe he's Polish. He has a little bit of an accent, but he's a nice, calm guy. Young guy, very calm guy. Doesn't get doesn't get worked up. So he's not type A personality. So I coach people that are type A. We have to tamp that down. There's no reason somebody has to be the calm, level-headed person in the transaction. So the highest-earning, fearless agents are not the people that you would describe as driven. Uh, When somebody says, I'm driven, I say, I need to get in my car and drive away from you. That's That's not a thing I'm looking for. The Unabomber, I think, was driven, wasn't he? <laughs> Is he wasn't he driven to a, the big house? That he was. Ultimately, yeah. So um, nice, sane, smart, and calm. And then are you, again, horrified at the training you're getting in real estate like I was? I, I was willing to do any amount of work 
do anything, say anything that was honest in order to get business. And they said, uh, you know, do this and that and it will work. And I did this and that and it did not work. And that was not fun. So I was failing miserably for five years doing exactly what the entire industry told me to do, uh, doing what the so-called mentors in my uh, – I noticed something in uh, in uh, your real estate company that you work for. You could check this out. Look at the top five earning agents uh, and ask them if they are successful because they went through your company's mentor program. Oh, what do you know? They're not. No. In fact, none of the people who went through your company's mentor program are probably successful. So that's a that's one of those horrifying things that you say, oh, this is not good. In fact, the mentor is normally something who somebody who was a failed real estate agent that never did it themselves. That's how they ended up in that spot. Uh, are you willing to learn? So here's what I would teach you. Here's what you would not learn from your mentor. Here's what you would not learn from Mike Ferry, Tom Ferry, Brian Buffini, any of the other coaches you see all over YouTube or people who think they're coaches on YouTube. You would not learn the exact right words to say in every face-to-face situation you would ever find yourself in. So let's say you knew the exact right words to say when you're face-to-face with a buyer, a seller, or an investor. So if it's a if it's a um, seller and they would like to sell their house for more than it's actually worth. So that makes them unique. Oh, no, that makes them like every single seller. They would like to sell their house for more than it's actually worth. And they say, we will list our house with whichever agent can prove they know how to do that exact thing. Would you be comfortable meeting with them, knowing that they've already met with, let's say, the top three agents in town? Would you know the exact right words to say to get that listing instead of those other three agents? If if it's a buyer, let's say it's a buyer, it's a cash buyer. Uh, they want to get the best house of all the houses that are available to them for the amount of cash they've got, and they're interviewing agents and they say we're going to uh, you know, be loyal to, sign a buyer broker agreement with the agent that can demonstrate they have a system, a step-by-step process that's going to guarantee us we're going to live in our favorite house and we're not going to end up with some other guy living in our favorite house. Would you know what to say face-to-face to those people to make that happen? Uh, if it was an investor – and the investor said, we're going to choose a real estate agent, real estate professional to do business with, and we want to use the one that can show us the correct process, uh, the philosophy of investing that assures us we're going to get the highest rate of return that we can possibly get. Uh, would you know what to say when you're face-to-face with that person? If it was a for sale by owner, would you know what to say? to get them sold on the idea of using an agent, you know, not you necessarily, but using an agent, which they're not sold on. Would you know when you're presenting an offer to a seller and you are not, you know, would you know the right way to do that? 
Would you know how to negotiate the offers when you get multiple offers? Would you know how to do that face-to-face in front of your seller? So that's the job of a real, of a fully trained fearless agent and every fully trained fearless agent has learned five basic presentations. So it's listing, pricing for sale by owner, buyer and investor and how to present offers, how to negotiate offers. And by the way, I need coffee. We're going to have to have coffee. And I need to play this. Oh, yeah. I feel better already. Oh, you look better mm-hmm. already. Thank you. So um, that's the basics. Now, let's say you know how to do all that stuff. You're a rock star at five present, or you're just competent, let's say, at five presentations. So you're never going to meet with anybody face to face that's a real customer who will pay you. Okay. If it's a seller, they are nice, they are sane, they are smart. They are deadly serious about selling right now at fair market value, whatever that turns out to be. Uh, That's a real seller. So are you sure you'd be able to get the listing instead of anybody else in that situation? So let's say you are sure. You you guaranteed you know you're always going to get the listing, okay, if they like you in addition to you being very competent. then you're not going to be afraid to get on the phone. That's why my company is called Fearless Agent. I know you're not going to be afraid to get on the phone if you know what the heck you're doing as a competent professional. Uh, whether you're confident or not, that I really don't care so much about. I want you to be competent. You can, you can be confident. Um, but I don't want you to be uh, – there's a lot of confident realtors out there that – completely stink at what they do. They should not be confident. But I I want you to be competent. I want you to know in every sales situation the exact right words to say. Uh, And uh, hopefully that makes you feel good. But it's going to be good for your sellers. It's going to be good for your buyers. It's going to be good for your investors. So are you willing to learn those five presentations? Are you willing to show up for work? Every day, so uh, you know Floyd, my mentor, my coach, my teacher. He he said to me, uh, you know, the great thing about real estate is you only have to work half days, and you get to pick which twelve hours. So when people get into the real estate business, and they said, uh, you know, sometimes I'll ask people, how come you how do you how do you get into real estate? And they said, well, you know, it, it'd be a because the cause the schedule would be flexible. And I think, oh, so you're you're broke. You're not making any money. That's kind of a, a giveaway. If the if you got into real estate because uh, the reason I got in, into real estate is because I didn't want uh, to be fired. <laughs> that was one reason. It was owning my own business. Had I was you been doing fired own, before? Uh, yeah, yes, yes, I have been fired before, uh, but not for being lazy. And now for being the stupid, you know, that's different. But I was not lazy. But I was the guy that would always show up early, stay late, um, you know, do a good job at whatever job I had. If I, you know, I worked at, I had a bunch of dead end jobs. I worked, I pumped gas. I was that guy at the gas station pumping gas. I'm sorry, they used to pump gas? They used to check under the hood. Really? Yeah. We would check under the hood. I would sell you an air filter. 
that I would you check probably your didn't oil. need. I would sell you oil. You always needed oil because cars leaked oil constantly. Uh, we would sell you a brake job. You know, hey, your brakes are squeaky, and we would fix the car, sell you stuff, and fill it with gas. And uh, now you don't make any money fixing the car. You make money on the gas, evidently. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, I was that, but I but I would I would show up on time and and stay late and 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 do all that. So I was a, I was a hard worker. Then I get into real estate. Nobody is showing up at the same time every day. Nobody ever stays late. Uh, and the only people that were making any money were these people who I would describe as uh, couldn't have. Uh, couldn't have blown it if they tried. In other words, they had some secret to making money, the rich daddy, the the spouse who is connected to people who want to buy houses all the time or something like that. And uh, they were members of the country club or something. And I, uh, I was not that guy. So uh, luckily, my, my broker, uh, who I still have lunch with occasionally, he – he uh, he was the hardworking guy. He used to he used to work on a jackhammer before he got in real estate. He worked on a jackhammer <laughs> building sewers in Arizona. Okay. Wow! <laughs> yeah. that's so rough. that's a, you know that, that's the kind of glamour job. And more coffee. Hang on. By the way, let's do a shameless plug so I can drink more coffee. Let's do that. Time for Bob Leffler's shameless. He's the lovely voice of Jeremy down the hall, we call him. By the way, if any of the stuff we talk about makes sense to you, and that's unlikely, but let's say it does, and you happen to be earning less selling real estate than you wish you were, and you are open to the idea of having some help with that, here's what I would like for you to do. I want you to go to fearlessagent.tv and subscribe. If you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, you should do that. Uh, Go to fearlessagent.com and watch all the videos on my website. And while you're watching the videos, ask yourself, do I think fearless agent coaching might be a good fit for me? If it is, if you think it is, you can certainly sign up right there on the website like so many people have. And uh, you will be never dreaming at the difference it will make in your life. That's the that's the most common thing that, you know, people say to me is I never I thought I was signing up for this and then I ended up getting so much more. It's it's much bigger than what you think it is. So we give you a little smidgen of it on the website so but you get a feel for for whether what we do. So if you're a worker if you're willing to work – it's not hard work. Nobody's getting sweaty. But if you're willing to work long hours at very, very high dollars per hour, that's that would probably be a good fit for you. Are you nice? Are you sane? Are you smart? It's all that. You can call me anytime before you sign up for coaching or after, 480-385-8810. That is my cell phone number. I will answer it. If I don't, you'll leave a message. I'll get back to you quickly. And we'll see if what you're trying to do and what we do here at Fearless Agent would be a good fit. Do not email me. Do not text me. The worst habits in sales are emailing and texting. I hear horror stories every day that start with, oh, I sent a text to a guy. Oh, I sent an email to a guy. A guy emailed me. So uh, don't just pick up the phone and call me at 480-385-8810. 
watch our webinar on the on the website. Take lots of notes. Go to the speaking page. There's a uh, in the menu bar. It says speaking. It's where I sell my little speaking gigs. Watch that video. Uh, that will help you. And uh, and again, you can you can call me anytime. If you happen to be a real estate company owner and you would like to recruit more producing agents. And that recruiting thing, the recruiting problem you're having, it is not going to fix itself. I promise you that. So give me a call. I will help you whether we do business or not. You'll be glad you called me. Um, so the, the willing to show up for work. So uh, I think the work ethic is a problem for a lot of real estate agents and I don't think it's because they're lazy. I think they were in a job previously where they did show up early and they did stay late. A lot of a lot of my coaching students said, "Oh yeah, I used to own a business." And maybe the business failed. You know, that doesn't matter. A lot of businesses fail. That's not that's not uncommon. That doesn't mean that doesn't necessarily reflect badly on you as a person if your business failed. It just means that business model wasn't the right one. You could be very hardworking in a lot of businesses and that business will fail uh, for reasons that I would know nothing about. But, uh, but in real estate, you know, you get in and the, and the person is uh, telling me, no, I don't, I don't work as often as I should or I'm not very good about my schedule and all this. And I said, well, what did you do before real estate? Oh, I owned a business. Oh, well, what time did you show up for that business? Oh, I was there at 7.30 a.m. What time did you get home at night? 10, 10 p.m. <laughs> you know, this is a very common story. And I say, do you think if you had the right words to say and you were on the phone, you know, at, at your other business, you were having to think and run around and do stuff, invest money maybe and, you know, you know open up early, stay late, have employees, all that kind of crazy stuff. If you think you if you work the same hours just on the weekdays, nine a.m. to ten p.m. on the weekdays, do you think you'd be successful in real estate? And of course, the answer is yes, and they'd make way more money than they ever could have in their other business, no matter how successful it would have been. But they don't do that because they don't know the right words to say. So it is not knowing the right words to say that causes the fear of not. You know, not knowing what you're going to say when you get there causes the fear of not knowing, not getting on the phone. So the secret to real estate is knowing what to say in every situation, not falling for the con man baloney, um, being nice, being sane, being smart, treating people like a customer. Treat the, treat the seller like you would want to be treated. Um, you know, Marcin called me and he was talking about a, uh, a seller he has who was also a buyer. And the seller, uh, when he uh, found him the house, there was multiple offers on the house. So Marcin said, I think you should waive the home inspection. Now, the house is built in 1950. It's like a six or $700,000 house. It's 1,500 square feet. You could build that whole house for $100,000 brand new and it's not brand new. you know. So the house is essentially worthless and all of the values in the lot. So if I waive the home inspection, what's the worst that could happen? The air conditioning goes out? Well, the whole house is only worth hundred grand. So he, he convinced the seller to overpay 
so he would get his dream house. He convinced the seller to waive the home inspection, have non-refundable earnest money, and the house that he was buying was underpriced, so there was multiple offers. So then the um, house he's selling, he's been on the market for about eight days. He's only had seven showings, and he was at $1.1 million. So we know for certain that the house is not – fair market value is not $1.1 million. It is certainly $1 million. He's having a showing a day in the first week, but that will dwindle down to three showings a week. So if he was at price at nine ninety nine nine, he would have a boatload of offers and all that. But he said, "What? What if the seller says, you know, he's got an offer for a million fifty, which the seller's happy with? But what if the seller says, hey, they're asking for a home inspection, and I didn't get a home inspection on the one I'm going to buy?" I said, "Well, there's two things. It's a different situation. When you were the buyer." You were begging because you were in a multiple offer situation and you were not in any kind of negotiating situation to ask for any special favors whatsoever. Now that you're a seller, you are not in any kind of negotiating situation to ask for anything like you know, waive the home inspection, which, which – and the home inspection protects the seller. It doesn't protect the buyer. No buyer is ever protected by the home inspection. So the – you know that's that's the that's the thing a different different situation so knowing how to explain those things to all your clients um is what every fearless agent learns how to do one way or the other so i want to thank all of you for joining us today please do visit us at fearlessagent.com now let's say you are an owner of a real estate company you would like to recruit more producing agents, go to fearlessagentrecruiting.com, watch our video there, and uh, call me right after you watch it. Tell me what you think. Uh, Please subscribe at fearlessagent.tv, no matter who you are, agent or owner, and then uh, subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Watch all the videos on our website at fearlessagent.com. And please give us a five-star review of this podcast, even if you hated it. Isn't that what we do? Even if you hate the podcast. Just five-star. Just give us a five-star review. Yeah. Yeah. I hated it times five. Whatever. It's not going to kill you. And then until next week, do what we always do. Ramon and I always do this every week. We always have fun. Right, Ramon? Uh, Okay. We're always humble, and God knows you should be. We should be. (laughs) And be fearless. Thanks, Dan.